It takes more than great code to be a great engineer. This is Soft Skills Engineering, Episode 32. I'm your host, Dave Smith. I am your host, Jameson Dance. It's great to be with you, Jameson. It is great to be with you. Dave, this is your first day of non-employment in years. How does it feel? Uh, I'm I'm actually surprisingly busy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was my experience too. I was way busier after I quit my job. <laughs> I have so much to do. Just so everyone knows, I do have a job lined up, but I gave myself one week between jobs to get a bunch of stuff done. Cool. Should we dive into our first question? Yeah, let's do it. Why don't you go ahead? Bef- actually, you know what? Before we do that, we haven't talked about what this podcast is in a while. I think we just assume everyone knows. If you're listening for the first time, this is a podcast where we uh, take questions from listeners about soft skills related to programming or software development. So anything non-technical. Yep. We answer a couple each week, and we are going to answer two right now. And I'll say that I thought this was going to be a small subject that we would exhaust in about three or four weeks. And <laughs> we're now on week 32, and there's really no end in sight. Like, the questions just keep pouring in on new and interesting subjects. I've been amazed. Someday we'll solve soft skills, though. <laughs> and that's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll move on to JavaScript frameworks, and it will never end. All right. All right, hit Here us. Here is the first question. So this is uh, from listener Arturo. I believe this is the second question we've had answered from Arturo, if I remember. I didn't look it up, but the name rings a bell. He says, what are the reasons an engineer would leave a job they love to do contract work? Hmm... Hmm. So we picked this question because this is basically what I did about five months ago. Has it been five months? I think so. What's the date? It's October of 2016. Uh, It hasn't been five months. Okay. I don't know. Time flies when you're contracting, though. (laughs) (laughs) Sure does. Uh, Time flies when you can't do dates in your head. It's been a few months. (laughs) <laughs> time flies when you have daylight savings time bugs in your code. <laughs> uh, I would say the main reason for me was freedom. William Wallace style screaming at the top of your lungs, freedom. Is William, actually, is so, William Wallace the, the is he's Scottish? the Braveheart guy. Is that Irish, Scottish? I'm so uncultured. It's, it's Braveheart. Okay. <laughs> Braveheartish. <laughs> yeah. He's from the country of Braveheart. Okay. Actually, it was interesting. When I quit, like right when I quit, I still didn't quite understand why I didn't work there anymore. I just knew I wasn't happy and wanted to quit. And so I would try out all these different explanations when people would ask me why I quit. And and basically all of them kind of fell away and didn't feel right. And the one that was left behind was I just wanted to do my own thing. Uh, and, really? and that's, okay. yeah, that's been the main the main motivator for me, basically. Basically saying, you can't control me. <laughs> not even in that kind of way. It's not like I was being micromanaged or anything. I just, there, there are a lot of things to learn by doing everything yourself. And I want to learn those things by doing sales and by doing keeping clients happy and by uh, doing some marketing stuff and by doing like um, project management type of stuff with a client. And I don't know, there are just all these new problems to explore. And I think it's fun to, to work with them all. Interesting. Would you say that your soft skills are being exercised more or less now that you're on your own? Way more. <laughs> Although this is because I wasn't in a management role when I left. Um, so maybe maybe if you were in a management role, that wouldn't be the case. But 
just going from a, a developer to a, a, I don't know, I guess I get to say entrepreneur, they're, they're used way more. All of them, like time management, productivity stuff, uh, people skills, everything. And it's all stuff I enjoy doing. Another thing is I've, I've wanted to dabble in entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. um, but often a, a common path to that is you'll save up a bunch of money, quit, and then work on your product idea while living off your savings. Or, or you'll take like a giant income hit. And those are not things that I want to do right now. <laughs> so freelancing is a pretty comfortable path to doing your oh, own yeah. thing without taking an income hit or, or even going the other direction. I usually uh, I usually call those kinds of projects your first big failure. <laughs> <laughs> what? What do you mean? Well, you know, those like what is it like some statistic like only one in a hundred of those ideas actually come out successful, right? Oh uh, yeah, but like yeah, freelancing is, it works out like a lot. Seems, it's like seems like it. The coward's way to entrepreneurship. <laughs> the coward's entrepreneur. Yeah, <laughs> there needs to be a that, word for that. Like <laughs> cowardpreneur. <laughs> I'm an entre coward. <laughs> I mean, other benefits like I haven't worn pants in weeks. <laughs> I I basically wear gym shorts all day. And it's so comfy, and then and then I'll have to go somewhere and put on pants and be like, man, this really <laughs> this sucks. Why do these exist? <laughs> so when was the last time you left the house, Jameson? Oh, I left yesterday. Well, that's pretty good for a I have not for left an entre coward. <laughs> I fear failure and also the blinding light of the sun. Of the day star. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jameson, what were some of the reasons that you thought you were leaving for that you tried out on people but that fell away? Well, stupid ones were like, oh, there were a couple of issues with the company. And and those very quickly, uh, I mean, even while I was there, I knew, okay, everywhere has issues. These are relatively minor in, in the grand scheme of things. Uh, those definitely fell away. I gave like a big shoulder shrug to a few people <laughs> and that fell away. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, like you're like, I don't know why I'm doing this. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know. Introspection is not my strong point. Um, I, all I know is I woke up one day and I didn't work there anymore. <laughs> Introspection is not my strong point. I like that. That, that sentence, in a, that's like, that's like a paradox. You're like, <laughs> I've been paying attention to myself a long time and I've realized that I'm no good at introspection. <laughs> the sentence is a lie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, what was another one? I think it was like wanting to do a different kind of work or work in a different technology. That was one I briefly thought was the reason and it totally wasn't. Uh, interestingly, the technology actually matters way less now that I'm doing my own thing. Like I'm working in stuff that if I could choose at a job, it was like, pick your, pick your tool. This would be um, pretty far down. <laughs> the really? List of tools. Interesting. Yeah. But because it's got a bunch of different interesting things, it's, it's worth it. That's interesting because a lot of companies advertise uh, when they're trying to recruit developers by stating the new hot technology that you'll get to use if you come join us. And you're saying yeah. that as an entre coward, it's just not as interesting. Not so far it's 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 more like there are other incredibly interesting things about this particular client that, okay okay that make that tool fall away from okay. from importance i mean if i could snap my fingers and do it in a different thing i would but it's it's worth it because of other uh other fun things that that happen there 
So talk to us a little bit about money. So I'm, I'm completely, I'm just a coward, not even an ultra coward. I'm just, <laughs> I've never, I've never really done freelancing aside from a few like nights and weekends here and there over the last yeah. 15 years. Talk to us a little, about, a little bit about the money situation. Like, have, are you making more money now? Uh, yeah, I think so. So I think with taxes and benefits and everything, this period of a few months, it will kind of be about the same. Mm -hmm. um, but the path to making more is, is super clear. One thing that I did that I would not recommend is uh, I quit. And then I took like two months of basically doing nothing. Well, it wasn't nothing. I was running a conference and I was doing a bunch of other stuff. But I wasn't looking for consulting work incredibly seriously. Mm -hmm. And so it was a long time between when I quit and when I got my first paycheck of like client work. Uh, and that was a little stressful. <laughs> mm -hmm. It ended up being stressful. Most people, when they quit, they have a first contract lined up. And yeah. In retrospect, uh, if I knew my plan, that's what I would do. Um, but now that now that money is flowing, it's it's fine, and it's I think it'd be pretty easy to make more than I made, even counting all the extra taxes and all the benefits that your employer pays and all that stuff. I was going to say, why don't you let us know how that goes after about April 15th, 2017. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I can, I mean, I can talk about boring stuff. Like I talked to my accountant, he said, set aside conservatively 30%. You might pay a little less than that, but that's a pretty decent for, for the tax bracket you look like you'll be in. That's a pretty decent amount to set aside for taxes. Um, and then in addition to that, there's health insurance. Although if you're in America, this is all American specific, in the United States specific stuff, uh, you can deduct your health insurance costs from your taxes, mm -hmm. but there's other stuff like, um, 401k, that kind of thing mm -hmm. that I don't know, you just do. So it, it ends up being less of a hit than I thought it would be, but it still is a hit compared to employment. Did you set aside a sizable sum of money to pay me as your life coach? <laughs> oh, two answers to that. Yes, and also uh, there's a whole new genre of, of writing that I thought was horrible and stupid that I consume now with glee. And it's all that boring business life coach productivity garbage. Wait. And some of it is still horrible, but I've actually... Uh, I used to just look at it and like sneer and <laughs> okay. now I look at it and most of it is horrible and nonsense, but, but I sift through it to try and find good stuff. Huh. Cool. Like life coach is a thing I've made fun of a lot and I will never uh, use a life coach probably. Well, but, except me, of course. Well, yeah. Beside, well, no one could ever replace your position as so, chief life coach. So you're saying the reason you would never use a life coach is because you already have a great one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, but I could see the appeal of that kind of advice a little bit more because there, are, the, the scope of unknowns has just expanded radically compared to when I was a full-time mm, employee. Okay. Because there's so many people whose job it is to make sure you focus on the stuff you're you're specialized in mm -hmm. when you're working. Mm -hmm. There's HR people and strategic people worrying about the strategy of the company and marketing people. And I don't know. I just do all that stuff myself now. So uh, advice is more helpful because there are a lot more things I know nothing about. Oh, cool. So I've heard, as I've talked to people who have done what you've done and, and left a full-time gig and worked contract, a surprising number of them have said, I could never work for anyone ever again. Like, you, oh man, I you, couldn't see it now. <laughs> you can. So you're saying that now that you've done it, you can see that. Yeah, 
yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't see myself working for some someone full time unless some some major things changed. Interesting. It's just it's so nice to control your day and your week and your month completely, and that that has trade offs, right? It's easy to um, use that control and do bad things. Either you don't work enough, or you overcommit yourself, and then you mm -hmm. work like crazy. Mm -hmm. um, the second thing has definitely happened to me several times already. I've worked way more hours after quitting my job than I ever did at a full-time job. Oh. And there's been some killer weeks. Uh -huh. uh, but I'd still take it for the chance to just like turn my computer off for a couple hours in the middle of the day and hang out with my baby and then turn it back on and not feel guilty at all and not feel like I'm letting the team down or I get these special privileges or I don't know. I just I just do what I want. And what I think is best. I wonder how much of our emotional energy is consumed in generating signals for the rest of our team when we work on a full time, you know, full time at a company. So for me personally, a lot of it was because I, I do, I run a conference, I run a meetup, I do a couple of podcasts, like there's a lot of non-work stuff I do. Mm -hmm. and, and sometimes I would have to do things during work hours to, to work on those things. And then I'd make it up and I'd work extra or get things done at home. But it just feels weird. Even though even though if you tell your team like, hey, I'm working extra to make up for this, um, it's, it still feels weird. Yeah, I've had that, that experience too. actually a, a big source of stress for me. Huh, interesting. And so now, now that you are on the other side of that, you, you've shed that stress because there's basically no expectation, right, from anyone. Yeah, uh-huh. Except yep. your baby who's like, except my baby. <laughs> Dad. <laughs> hold me now <laughs> why will you not let me eat these pills <laughs> well that's really cool i appreciate you sharing your experience i feel like i just interviewed you uh, i feel like i just rambled so perfect I think we're even <laughs> <laughs> also i'll be selling you sending you an invoice for the last 30 minutes later sure. on today for this life happy, coaching session happy to to pay also, I only provide life coaching services for people who are trying to fail completely. So if that's you, you know, I might be able to help you out. <laughs> I'm worried I'm going to make everyone jealous by being so successful. <laughs> if you could help temper that, that would make me feel better. So I guess to summarize, freedom is the main thing. Okay. I, I also have some desire to, to build a thing and, and kind of run stuff myself. Um, and I guess this falls into the cowardpreneurship thing, that this is a pretty easy, fairly low-risk path to achieve that. So, Cool. Well, question answered. Arturo, let us know if you decide to go into contract work. We'd love to hear about it. There are so many other things to talk about besides why. I mean, there's all, we didn't talk about any of the how stuff. Mm -hmm. That is a gigantic subject that most people are still figuring out. Definitely myself included. And because you are, most people are. <laughs> sure jameson is utterly representative of the entire human race <laughs> well jameson how can people find out more about our show and support soft skills engineering they can go to our website softskills.audio where they can find past episodes and that is uh, i don't think there's much else on the website actually um another way to support us is by tweeting about the show if you like something that we say or you hate it or you are just lukewarm about it, then uh, you can you can tweet to your friends about it. We usually tweet out episodes when we publish them, so you can retweet those. You can also follow us and ask questions at SoftSkillsENG on Twitter, and that's where we get them all. So if you're interested in, in us 
tackling a question you have, you can either send us a direct message or a tweet. Um, and yeah, we, we've just had a lot of people share the show, share that they like it. And that's how we grow. We don't do any advertisement. We don't know how we would even do advertisement if we started. So <laughs> you are our only hope. Dear yes, listener. you are our only hope. You are listening right now. You sitting in the Ford Focus driving. <laughs> that's you. Look to your left. Look to your right. The cars on either side, roll down your window, shout at them to listen to the podcast. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Catch you next week.